Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Reese's. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Reggie Swinton, John Neighbors out today. If you want to get involved in the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Ask your record live fan feedback. It is a Trash Talk Thursday. We're going to get into some of that trash talk uh, through your calls and messages but also some of what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. Tom Brady, the businessman, and Tom Brady is celebrating a birthday today, 46 years old. We know he retired from the NFL, and there are people that are always trying to make those connections to get Tom Brady to to go back to play. He has a stake in the Raiders, the Las Vegas Aces, and now Birmingham City of England's in the uh, English soccer's second tier championship so Brady spreading out the wealth there and uh, making the best of his investments he's now part owner of Birmingham City man that's Tom Brady Tom when he retired he knew he could do whatever he wanted to because of who he was so we all knew Tom would be successful he could have really went into like broadcasting but he wants to go out and do other things with his money which you know that's Tom Brady he can do that he is by far the GOAT so you know I love Tom Broadcasting is on the table. That's supposed to be the next step. It's starting next season, according to the contract that's there. Now, it's something that he could have started this season, but he wanted to put it off and have some time in between, and we see that he's making the most of his time by doing things like making investments. I think that, that was part of it. He wanted to continue the business before going into that. And I guarantee you his TV contract is massive. Oh, it is. I guarantee. <laughs> Three hundred seventy-five mil. Is that the most? Oh yeah, yeah. And and think about the per year, thirty-seven and a half. Now think mil. about this. He's getting paid that much money for something he hasn't done before. Think about it. It's all about who you are. And getting paid more than most of the quarterbacks in the league now is the only the only ones that are getting paid are the top tier quarterbacks. What's that- Romo making at CBS? Half of that, it's like, like it's 10 like million a year. No, it's like seventeen. Because I remember it was year. a big deal because Nance was making like six or seven doing golf and basketball and football whenever Tony got paid. So I was thinking it, that was pretty significantly higher than what Romo was. Yeah, Romo was the one that took it to the next level and had a lot of broadcasters looking at him yeah. and going back to their company saying, 
look, you know, I've been doing this for a while, and if this is where the market is, I deserve a little bit more. And then Tom Brady comes back and doubles up on what Romo has. Doubles up plus more. My man Romo finally went to a Super Bowl last year. (laughs) (laughs) That was the joke that was out there for sure. We went. I went with him. (laughs) That's my man right there. What what do you think of Romo's style, though? Because it it almost kind of changed the way that people did view broadcasters and what he was doing. Now He's predicting plays. I'm I'm somebody, though, Reg, that I didn't care for it from the start. And I thought my original thought was anybody can do this that played the game at a high level. A quarterback can because he's seen everything. He has to know every position out there. So he's seen so much of what's going on that he's telling people what's going on. It was a couple of years ago. He called a blitz out before it happened, and even I was like, "Wow, yeah, wow." Guess who was doing it before Romo though? Who Troy Aikman? Phil Sims. He would do the same things. It was just the difference with Romo is the play fre- for the Cowboys. Well, the frequency of it. Yeah. Like right. he would do it pretty much in every play, or you know, a couple of times each series, where Phil Sims would pick his spots to do it. And that's why people were so fascinated with it because they felt like it was something new that they hadn't heard before, they hadn't seen before, but it was just because he was doing it all the time. And the reason I say people that play the game on a high level, Greg Olson, he's somebody that can do that. You have certain coaches, John Gruden, who didn't play the game, or he played but not at the highest level, but he's somebody that did some of the same things. When you get down towards the end zone and you're in a goal line formation and goal line situations he's telling you exactly what teams like and what they want to do because he's been at practice and he's seen what they do and he's talked to the coaches and he knows what they like in those situations but the reason Romo is getting so much love for because he's getting all of the nationally uh uh games broadcast so you know he's being seen and heard on these big games well Joe I'm sorry to cut you off, Reg. I think that, uh, Joe, what you were saying, it's kind of the opposite. Like you mentioned at first, you weren't crazy about it. And it's kind of grown on you. I think most No, people, no, it hasn't grown on me oh, at all. Oh, I thought no. you were, Okay. No. Well, I, I, I thought you had said I didn't mean to put words in your mouth there. I was thinking that it, you know, it's gotten a little bit better from your regard. But I think that a lot of people were completely fascinated at first because it's Nostradamus with a headset. And now it's just kind of like it's worn out its welcome for the most part. Exactly. That that, that was kind of what I was, I was trying to get yeah. to as far as... Now there are a lot of more people that are on board with that where they it, it is old to them because they don't want to hear what somebody thinks is about to happen. They want you to tell them what's going on with the action right. and why it happened a certain way. And then, like, there are times that Romo will say, you know, this is what's going to happen going into a play. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't happen, he it, it's almost like he has to defend himself to say, well, that's not what they should have done in that situation. This is what they should have done, and this is how it should have gone. Well, if if you knew all that when you were on the field playing, why wasn't a lot more your play better than it was? Because if you knew, had all this knowledge then... He had a bad defense why, when he was there. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about the offense, though. I got you. I'm messing I'm with you, I'm talking about Joe. the offense. The one thing about Romo, and I, not, to, not to go down a completely new hole here, but the one thing about him is that, that game in 2013 against the Broncos, of course typically does his stuff at the very end of the game. That was the case there. Guy throws for four or 500 yards, whatever it was. The defense gave up 50, but it was all his fault because he made that last one. I mean, that was like pretty much just a summary of his overall career right there. Did everything at the biggest times in the right way, and then right there at the very end would just throw it away. Yeah, you you summed it up well there, Kyle. Uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line. Joe, do you like the Manning cast? And the answer is yes. Now, the Manning cast was something that was born from Tony Romo's style, but we're talking about an alternate broadcast, and it's not so much about the Manning cast and the way they're breaking down the game. And and there's been some of that even prior to Romo where you had these alternate broadcasts for the national championship. What I like about the Manning cast more so is the interviews that they have on. The interviews that they have on, those are the ones that I really enjoy because of the personalities that they bring to the table. That's why I would watch the Manicast more so than hear Peyton and Eli break down plays and what they think. And I haven't really seen that. 
Uh, you, you need to check it out. It's good. It's pretty good. Yeah, and well, and what I like about that. See, I'm an analytics. I like I like breaking down things. And so I like it from that aspect. It's like you know we all kind of know. Okay, we can call out formations and we can talk about what they're running, like whether it be a halfback toss or whatever the case may be. But like for instance, you know when R.J. Hawk and I call the games for the Buzz Game of the Week on Friday nights, like I study these offenses and I study these defenses and I can kind of tell you the basics of it. But during the state championships, we have Coach. Withrow, Coach Jim Withrow typically, who is coached against some of these guys and, and is around X's and O's every day. So we get a detailed version of it even more so than we can give. So I personally like these, like the Manning cast and all that, that have like the extra details to the broadcast. It, it's good stuff, just depending on what you like. It You know, everybody has what they like and their preferences, but just for me personally, I want somebody to describe the action and kind of tell you what's going on and why it happened a certain way and every now and then you know going back to phil sims there there was a game one time where and and this was my whole point to start with reg as far as people that play the game at a high level and you're sitting high so you can see plays develop and you can see the action mm-hmm. okay so um when, when you're doing that it's it's kind of easy to see what what's happening you can that that's just like a person in the stands, if you're sitting higher in the stands, you can see plays develop and you know what's going on before the plays actually happen. But then these broadcasters, Joe, they still have to watch film all week long. So Tony is watching some of these plays all week long. So he's seeing what he thinks is going to happen based off of what he's seen on film. Absolutely. I'm not taking anything yeah. away from his work ethic. Yeah. I'm not saying anything about that and taking away from it. But but let me give you an example on a a very... Uh, you know, we're going to bring the bar all the way down. But the game that Arkansas played against Florida when Matt Jones was quarterback and uh, there was that comeback where Arkansas got far behind and they came back and almost won the game. Okay, so I'm in the box watching the game at the time. And so Florida was running trip sets on third down. Like, it seemed like every series on third down they were running – a trip set. If they if they had trips right, they would screen to the running back out of the backfield to the left. They would go opposite. Weak. Yeah. Yeah. And so I saw it a couple of times, and I see the same formation, and I said, "Man, it's going to be a screen to the running back left because they're in trips right." And sure enough, it was that. And it happened a few more times, and I called it out, and there were people sitting around, and they're like. How do you know this? How, how do you? And I said, it's the formation. Look at the formation they're running, and you see how they're lined up, and this is a pattern. They've been doing this on every third down. And so then everybody started saying, well, if you can see this, why don't the coaches see this? The coaches on the field is totally different, but there are coaches in the box that can see the same thing going on, and they can get on the headset to tell the coaches downstairs what's going on. And it was a coach nut, coach team. So, of course, people were criticizing that part of it, saying, oh, man, that's uh, that's typical coach nut. Don't know what's going on. The coaches don't know what's going on. <laughs> but that's just an example of it, though. And, right. and, and I'm somebody that didn't play football at a high level, but I'm sitting high, and I see the formations, and I know what's going on. But now a lot of it is you have several plays out of one formation. So the play that you call is based off of the defense we see. So you may have something called, but then you see a different defense and you can audible to what you think may work. Now, that may have been the case. I don't know. Uh, But most teams have multiple plays out of the same formation. The average fan would know that. The average fan is only going to watch the ball and where the ball is going. Only people that study the game know to look at the formation, the defense, and stuff like that. So, you know, fans are fans and coaches are coaches. (laughs) I can remember going to a, a Cowboys game, Reg. Um, I can't even, couldn't even tell you when it may have been. It may have been early 90s or so. But um, sitting in a box then and seeing plays develop and seeing, look at that receiver. He's wide open and the ball is going there and it's going to be a touchdown before it's ever released from the quarterback. And it was kind of the same deal where everybody's like, how, how, do you, how did you know that? You can see the play develop because you're sitting high. Well, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but a lot of plays are called based on where you are on the field. Like, there's plays the teams run 
that's based strictly on if you're at the uh, 10-yard line, at the 50-yard line. And so that's why you can sometimes sit back and see what's going on because they're going to call some of them same play. Because some teams have their base plays. These plays are going to be ran regardless. Then you're game plan for, for that team you're playing. So when you see some of these same players developing, that's part of their base offense that they're going to run regardless of who they're playing because they are comfortable with it. The other thing is most teams, they all do the same things. There's a base of what they all do. It's just about the concept is the same. It, yeah, exactly. The concept like is the same. Everywhere you go, you got the same route patterns. They just call differently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vocabulary is different. Because if you different. have a dig, so your front side dig, back side post. That's always the case. Whenever you see a dig route, the backside will run a post. Every offense that you see. That's it. Why teams can't figure this out? <laughs> Why plays still work sometimes is baffling. Well, they always say that NFL is a copycat league, and so if you see something going on and there's success, then at some point, and it doesn't take long with NFL, it's probably about a two-year cycle. Before, like, let's say if there's the an offense, the yeah, yeah, if there's an offense that is miles ahead of the defense, within a two-year span, that defense is going to catch up. The Wildcat was a prime example that was started by David Lee, and it went to the league, and Ronnie Brown ran it, and then now the Wildcat basically is gone. You may see it every now and then. You may know, may see elements not, of it. But it's not a big part like it was about five or six, seven years ago. And then the Wildcat takes you back to some of the early days of football. Like, a lot of these concepts that we see now that look new and innovative, they go back to the beginning of football because you have innovative-type coaches that are in the game. They go back and study the history of the game, and they implement some of those same things that were happening like early, let's say in the 30s and 40s, they'll go back to them because they know nobody has seen it in today's game. Right. And they're taking their best athlete, making him a quarterback, and, you know, he's reading. And that's what it was. Uh, but, no, these 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 teams, man, they all run the same thing, Joe. And it's just a matter of you knowing when they're going to run it. Yeah, and with the Wildcat, it was about – it went to the next level whenever you had somebody who was a passing threat. Because if you're talking about the running back where you have so many different options as to what they can do, they can keep the ball themselves. They could pass, not pass it, but, you know, um, they could toss it to somebody and they could go either way with it, left, right. But what took it to the next level is when the running back was actually a threat to throw the ball because in the beginning you didn't have many running backs that, would be threats to throw the ball. You weren't like worried about that like part D-Mac of it. Like was. Yeah. I mean, D-Mac was a threat to run up on the ball. So. Let's go to the phones and talk to Jake. What's up, Jake? Hey, Freak. How's it going, man? It's going good. Hey, uh, good to talk to you guys as always. I just wanted to say, you were talking about Florida and like calling the same play on third down over and over and over. Yeah. It reminded me of the SEC championship game. Uh, when we played Florida, the Trenton Holiday game, they kept running a play with him that I saw and noticed immediately, and I don't know what it's called, but he would line up. Uh, Tebow was the quarterback then, right? Or am I wrong on that? Wait, Trenton Holiday played for LSU. Are you talking about the LSU game? Or the- uh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, Percy Harvin? The Florida game where we had him 21-3, to and then... They, it was the SEC championship game. Reggie Fish fumble? Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, that's exactly it. So it was, Tebow was the quarterback during that time, right? It was Chris League, but Tebow, yeah, Chris Lee. Tebow came in in certain packages. All right. So they were doing a play where the lo- to where the quarterback would line up under center mm-hmm. and the running back was offset to the right. Right before the snap, the quarterback would pull back into the shotgun. Take the snap, the running back would take one step towards the quarterback and take it, the ball, and then go the opposite way. And they kept running it over and over <laughs> and over. It's something about Florida it, against you, Arkansas. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's something about Florida yeah. against Arkansas. And, Jake, this was in the same time frame because the game that we were talking about when they would have a trip set and screen to the running back the opposite yeah. way, Chris Leak was the quarterback in that game. 
uh, I, I knew every single time that they lined up like that, I'm like, that running back is going to take one step to the quarterback, take the ball, and then he's going to go right. So they take a step left, it's like a fake left, and then go right. And yeah. it worked every single time. Yeah, Jake. I, I mean, they were like just gaining yards. Percy Harvin, he carried it. I think that that was, the run, that was who they were using, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He carried six times for 106 so. yards. In that game. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little ridiculous. And it was that play right there that I'm talking about. But anyway, Joe, you just made me think of that, man. That's all. Uh, always, as always, man, I enjoy listening to you guys on the radio. Great show. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Go Hawks, man. Appreciate it, Jake. Yeah. It, so during that time frame, it was the Florida coaching staff. They Not that they couldn't have done that against every team. And there may have been other situations where they did it, but there was something they saw in, in Arkansas where they ran the same plays over and over. But what do they always say, Reg? We're going to run these same plays until they stop them. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> and I think Wisconsin, if I remember, that's gosh, that was so long. I was a junior in high school, but I'm pretty sure that's what Wisconsin did. You know, Brett Bielema, I think, was a first-year head coach, and they just ran it, ran it, ran it, because that's what the Hogs had a great year. But lost their final, lost to LSU, lost the SEC championship, then lost the Capital One Bowl, or I think it was something else back then. So it may have been Citrus Bowl Citrus, at the time. Yeah, yeah, I think that was maybe the last year of that. But uh, yeah, that's just what it boils down to. And Florida got into the national championship game because of that, and then USC got upset, I believe it was. So yeah, just right place, right time. Yeah, and it, the Razorbacks did have a good season that year, but it's all about how you finish down the stretch, and that's what people remember most is uh, what they saw last, those last results. We're going to come back with more of Out of Bounds after this break. There's a lot more to come. We're going to get into some of this Dwight Howard sound where he talked about the difference of playing with Kobe and LeBron and other elements about that. There's more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. If you want to get into the show, call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Asher Record Life and Feedback. More of Out of Bounds. Stay tuned. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co-host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas football head coach Sam Pittman met with the media yesterday ahead of fall camp, which begins tomorrow. He talked about the usage of tight ends. The tight ends, how, are we going to be serviceable? Are we going to be pretty good? Are we going to highlight them? And I don't know what the answer is yet. But, boy, they can run, they can catch, and they are bigger and more physical than we've had at that position. And in Arkansas basketball news, Charles Ballantyne has passed away at age 60. He played for the Razorbacks from 1981 to 1985. Ballantyne is best known for hitting the game-winning shot against Michael Jordan and the number one North Carolina Tar Heels in Pine Bluff in 1984. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. If you haven't stopped by Arch Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. Do you need Rainwater Holt in Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their summer auto loan special. Do not let the summer pass you by without going out on the lake or spending some time with the family, picnicking or camping, or taking advantage of only 2.49% interest on a new ride. No payments for 90 days or 84 months financing. Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Apply today at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union with their new branch in Sheridan with continuous service in Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. 
I know when we can finally catch them Duke boys. <laughs> I love it. You got a new speed trap, Roscoe? No, boss. They'll be listening to Guatney Unplugged on Saturday at 9 a.m. on the bus. I'm going to cuff them and stuff them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or your hip, maybe even your back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice and call my friends over at QC Kinetics. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all-natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people all over central Arkansas every single day with this amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged tissue. It's just like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses a concentrated healing agent from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so that they'll work like they're supposed to. And there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and no to drugs. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics today at 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Pickleball, one of the fastest growing games in the country. The Little Rock Athletic Club is currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility that will open in the early part of 2024. Play pickleball indoors and be free from the heat, cold, wind, sun, rain, and insects. Pickleball at the Little Rock Athletic Club will have observation areas, lounge areas, flat screens. It is a family-friendly facility. Join the Little Rock Athletic Club today and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contracts. LRAC.com for more information. That's LRAC. Com, the Little Rock Athletic Club. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trying to reach the green from here, shooter? That's not possible, sir. I beg to differ. Happy Gilmore accomplished that feat no more than an hour ago. Well, moron, good for Happy Gilmore, oh my God! On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7, later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for $2, 4 and $6. Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside and out. Wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action. Check out their rare bourbons, whiskeys, and tequilas. They have an exclusive and extensive collection Right as you walk through the door at Twin Peaks, you can see it on display. So once you get in, make sure you check out some of the specials that they have going on with their bourbons, whiskeys, and tequilas. Twin Peaks has plenty of seating and wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action. With some sports action going on tonight, we have preseason NFL football. It's the Browns taking on the Jets. More Major League Baseball games as they kind of get into... The flow of the season and making that stretch run, getting through August to September and getting ready for some playoffs. So we have little time as that unfolds and football is starting. Fantasy football is right around the corner. Twin Peaks is the ideal spot to have your fantasy football league draft parties. And coming up this weekend, Jake Paul taking on Nate Diaz. It's boxing. It's going to be there at Twin Peaks on Saturday night. It's Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Southern Structural Solutions text line. Got some uh, good comments about Reggie and Kyle today. Said, great job, guys. Well, thank you. And also, uh, uh, best part of the Manning cast is Peyton dogging on Eli and about his sweater and what he wears. They are funny. They, they both are uh, very comical, got a great sense of wit. That's your record life and feedback. Reggie, what do you think about Dak as far as with the locker room and the teammates? Do you think he's lost the respect there? And do you think that they're tired of his poor play? Absolutely. But they can't really speak on it. That's the thing. 
they you know you know especially guys who aren't on the big deals. Uh, you know, Dak's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a quarterback that can get us where we are trying to go. And if you listen to Stephen A. Smith yesterday, he explained it like Dak is a good regular season quarterback. He's not a playoff quarterback. And I just don't think he has the drive and the killer instinct to get us deep in the playoffs. He just doesn't have it. He doesn't, he doesn't show a trait at all. I think he has the drive. I don't. I don't think he has the killer instinct. I think he has that want to and all. But I, I do agree with. with but that. Kyle, you know, I, you know, I wanted to, you yeah. know, but yeah, right. You know, right. what I mean, it's, it's just as a quarterback, I look at him on a little higher level than Joey Harrington, and I played with Joey. <laughs> oh boy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm being real. Yeah. I, you know, I don't yeah. see him doing much more than what Joey did. I just don't. Is he? Is it kind of basically him and Kirk Cousins in the same? I know Kirk's got one playoff victory. Dak has what two or three, but they they're both great regular season quarterbacks. And for a while, I'm not saying either of them is Peyton Manning level, but for a while, Peyton Manning had that reputation before he got his first Super Bowl. Is it kind of just like they're basically right there? They're both great in the regular season, but kind of fall flat on their face. Well, in the postseason. just how we've been talking about Romo and and a lot of what you had to say, Kyle. Uh, or Dak, it sounds like he has a lot of Romo in him. Yeah. You know, there are similarities as to in clutch situations, pressure-type situations, it falls apart. And maybe there are more people that they view it as it's a deal with the Cowboys more so than specific players. But just in talking about how you you view Dak and some of the things that go on with him, it sounds really similar to, to Romo's career and what happened with him. Well, I know the pressures it is, you know, because I played with Quincy. And remember when he went through all this stuff he went through? And I asked him, what was the biggest issue with being the Cowboys quarterback? And he said, man, the pressure of being a black quarterback following Troy Aikman. Oh, yeah. Those were his words. The pressure of being a black quarterback following Troy Aikman. And so – being a quarterback of America's team, that's pressure by itself. And everybody cannot stand up to that pressure. That's like being the lead guy for the Lakers. You have to bring it. And, you know, Dak is our lead guy, and he's not the guy that can get us there. All right, let's get into uh, some of Dwight Howard and what he had to say now. Everybody, uh, you know, there's so many podcasts, it's hard to keep up with exactly where somebody said something, but Dwight Howard was in a setting, and they were podcasting. He was asked about the difference in playing with Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. All right, who, what's the difference between being on a team with Kobe and a team with LeBron? See, I was at two stage, different stages of my my life and career with both players. Mm-hmm. So with Kobe, I was super young. I was in my was in my prime. Um, not that I was egotistical, but I felt highly of myself because of my accomplishments. Right. And I've never had a superstar teammate. So I think a lot we bumped heads because of the age gap for one and me just never experiencing what it's like to have another, you know, star like alpha star like that on the team. But I don't think we bumped heads a lot like Paul's. We got into it, but it was more so because the age gap. And as I got older, I started to realize that more of what how he felt. Mm-hmm. And as a young ball player, mm-hmm. you're not saying that. You think the game lasts forever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you get older, you see, hey, I ain't got that same amount of time and energy to put into this, that, and the third. Right. And we it seemed like we fell out, but it wasn't really like we fell out. Mm-hmm. We just had some disagreements on the court like any other team right. and any other teammate. But, man, um, Kobe and LeBron. LeBron almost act like somebody from the South Side in Georgia. Yeah, he act, we act kind of like twins, joking, silly, have a good time, 
we get on the court, you still gonna have a good time, but we gonna dominate. Kobe ain't with nobody. He might not come to the locker room and talk. Mm-hmm. And everybody like, so he just gonna walk all the way past us. Not <laughs> <laughs> nobody up, give a head nod or nothing. He just walked past us. But right. you know, that's just how he would come in. I guess now looking back on it, he probably was doing that just to get everybody ready for practice because we too loud. He coming in there, we joking around, laughing. But right. you know, he was just a little different. He was, he was just serious. different in his his approach. Yeah, right. But that's Kobe. That's what made him who he is. That was a nice perspective from Dwight Howard and um, how it probably took him some time to realize, you know, step back from the situation and realize exactly what was going on. Thinking about his time of playing with Kobe and he played with LeBron a lot more recently. But uh, nice perspective on looking at playing with both those players. Well, when you think about it, that's really what comes Shaq and Kobe didn't get along. Exactly. Because Shaq play. played a lot and Kobe was serious. And so Dwight Howard is like just like Shaq. But when you bring in LeBron, he's a playful guy too. So they kind of went hand in hand. Uh, man, both of them great players, but give me Kobe all day long. Give me that mentality all day long because I know with Kobe what I'm getting. And speaking of that, Dwight Howard kind of got into the conversation about the best players ever. I think it's 1A and 1B with Kareem and Jordan. Kareem and Jordan and then LeBron right there. And then LeBron right then there. Kobe. Then Kobe. Kobe, you put, you put LeBron before Kobe. It's like, they like two and three. Well, three and four, I'm sorry. Right. Mm. Leave it in the comments. I know y'all about to wild Leave out. Leave it in the comments. They're going to they gonna say LeBron. Everybody no, say LeBron. No, they're going to say Kobe. They're going to say Kobe. You got something that's going to say LeBron, though. Yeah, I mean... Facts, but a lot. I saw a lot. They never put big man. Why? Why is no big man ever put in these categories? Because I look closer to the rim, man. (laughs) That makes it harder. It it doesn't look like that. What do you mean? How does it make it harder? Okay, so for Kareem to score, how many points? Thirty-eight thousand, something like that, without Mm -hmm. threes. You don't think that's harder? No, that's definitely Mm -hmm. harder. He scored Mm -hmm. the same amount of points LeBron did in less time. Mm-hmm. With no threes, and in a different era, you don't think that that's harder? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Even though the basket's right there, it's harder to get to the rim because you're playing against people that's big too. What do you like? And they blocking off the paint. It's not just that easy. Right. So I feel like it would be harder to score in the paint than you shooting jump shots and stuff like that because the guy can give you space. But in the paint, it's no space. You got to create contact. space, and you always fighting for position. You fighting to do everything. You got to jump in the paint, right? Like, there, but there's probably one other person on the court that can actually block you. That's not true. Dwight Howard speaking up for the big men, and he's right. Big men usually don't get that type of love where they consider them to be the best ever. And Matt Jones would always say, the way he viewed it. There's a category of basketball players, and then you put big men in a separate category. They're in their own category. Joe, let me ask you a question right quick. If your life on the line, who do you want shooting the ball last? Last second shot, you want Kobe or LeBron? I'm taking taking Kobe. There it is. 110%. I'm taking Kobe. And I love LeBron. I love LeBron. I'm taking Kobe over Jordan. (laughs) I'm taking Kobe still. (laughs) <laughs> so look, there'll be some people that I disagree with that, but I, I would ride with Kobe. But I, I just don't think you can go wrong with either one. There's going to be the, and I'm a Jordan guy too, but I don't think you can go wrong with that whatsoever. You mean Kobe and Jordan wrong, or add LeBron in the mix? Well, no, no. I mean you can add him in there. You can go wrong with LeBron. Nah, well, he, he's on superstar level for no, sure. No, the last second shot, he's gotten a lot better with it though.
The temperatures are hot, but so are the deals as the summer sizzling sale continues at Motorsports Authority with two convenient locations on Central and Hot Springs and on East Main and Russellville. Now, Bill, if I've got a car to trade in, you're going to put top dollars in my trade, right? We're going to put top dollar on any trade that comes in, whether you push it in, pull it in, or blow it up and make it land on the lot. We're going to give as much money for it as we can. You can check out the amazing selection online at msastore.com. Y'all come see us. What are you waiting for? Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. The Mega Millions jackpot from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is now more than $1 billion. So, what would you do if you won? I'll be buying three boats. One for fishing on the lakes, one for fishing on the rivers, and one to take the family out. I would buy us the best seats for every show on Broadway. Got your ticket? If not, visit your local lottery retailer for your chance to win the Mega Millions jackpot of more than $1 billion. This is winning. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. It's August and the deals are hotter than ever at Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood. We have $10,000 discounts on all 23 Ram Limiteds, Rebels, and Longhorns. But that's not all. Get up to $4,000 off new Grand Cherokees plus 2.9% financing for 72 months. And we have employee pricing on new Jeep Gladiator Sport combined with 1.9% financing plus no payments for 90 days. If you ever wanted a Gladiator, Now's the time. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Folks, we need your trade-in so we're paying way over book value for trades. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. We also promise you a hassle-free buying experience, so come see us and give us a chance to earn your business. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Shh. <laughs> you hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> For 100 years, Arkansas State Parks have offered endless outdoor adventures and treasured places to connect with nature, family, and friends. Whatever kind of outdoor fun you're into, you can find it at 52 parks around the state. Enjoy world-class mountain biking trails, scenic hikes, year-round fishing on sparkling lakes, and much more. It's time to get outside and celebrate a century. Find your next adventure today at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Coach, I asked you what the host of this party was going to be serving up today. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. On 103.7 The Buzz. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. 
plenty of sports to wager on on Bet Saracen. You can get in-game prop bets, specials. They have it all going on. Tonight, NFL preseason football, the Jets. And we have no idea who's playing in these games. We know that Aaron Rodgers isn't playing for the Jets. But the Jets are favored by two and a half. And the over-under is at 33 and a half. Fight this weekend. Jake Paul, minus 500. Nate Diaz, plus 350. And with Women's World Cup happening Sunday, USA taking on Sweden. U.S. Are, or Sweden is plus 240. A draw is plus 230. And U.S. is plus 125. So U.S. is... Plus money, you could uh, make a wager on U.S. versus Sweden, and you're actually getting plus money on U.S., which usually they are minus. So you're going to get some great odds there on Bet Saracen. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app, or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of how to play featuring Jancy Sheets. With Dwight Howard mentioning playing with Kobe and LeBron and the differences there and even jumping into some of the top players of all time, Dr. J, he revealed his top ten. But before we get to Dr. J, and we may have to get to it in the 3 o'clock hour, but just to kind of set that up with Dwight Howard talking about some of his best players and Dr. J talking about the top ten, something else that Dwight Howard did touch on was flopping in the NBA. They tell us y'all are strong so y'all could take the punishment of people hitting y'all and stuff like that. So it might be a little different. Right. When the guards go to the hole, they get fouled, they're going to call it. Mm-hmm. But for us, we get, yeah. Yeah, they're not, so it's going to be, I think it's hard to put a Is big that why they score. say LeBron flops a lot? I don't know what they That's my understanding. That's my understanding. That he that I, I feel like, yo, for a big man, you have to, like, flop. No, for them you to be like, yo, I got it. They're not going to call a foul. <sighs> Every time I would flop in a game, you know what everybody say? Oh, He's too soft, man. man. He's too big. Why is he flopping? Why are you flopping, man? What you doing? That's what everybody's saying, bro. You got to flop. Everybody telling me, yo, you got to try to let them see that you're getting fouled. Foul, right. That don't work. It don't work for LeBron. Not for him. Just, you saw him. Not not what about did, when they played in Boston? He ran around the whole court crying. <laughs> and, and Pat Beverly had the, the, uh, Came out the, with the camera, camera like, look, that's a foul. LeBron was on the ground like, please, look, that's a foul. <laughs> Come on, you see, everybody knows. God, that's crazy. That's Come a on. Fact. How do you perfect the flop? You can't, you can't just no flopping, man. Just who? Just who? Just go take, take it and finish. So more perspective on the big man there. Dwight Howard is saying sometimes you see certain things going with the big man, and it's harder for them to get the fouls called. And so they are trying to get the attention of the refs to say, look, I, I'm being fouled on a lot of plays, and we need to make sure that you know to call these fouls and, and you notice it. But it started with the hacker shack years ago with the hacker shack and now flopping man I, you know i don't know about that because with this new rule joe are they going to go back and look at the camera every time they think somebody flopped if they call it yes yeah they will so, so these games will now be three and a half hours long no nah, they they're all, not going to extend they it. all flop like that man it's, <laughs> it's just crazy to sit back and watch it it's going to be some of the ones that are obvious though those are the ones that they're going to point out to say we we need to go shoot attack here and, and those are the ones that they'll review. So what you're basically saying is LeBron may get thrown out of a game for getting two flops. No, no, they they two checks. No, it it's not gonna it's gonna be a tech assessed against the team, and it, it's not gonna count towards a player's two techs. It won't do that. Oh, okay. and it won't count against a player's personal foul count either. But I'm saying it, it's it's kind of like a um, what do they call it? it it's um. A, a non it, it's out of out of play like you know it's not considered in play it's a unsportsmanlike conduct foul technical foul that is not going to take away from the game action but I'm thinking if the player flopped the tech should go against him like how are you assessing the team with the, 
So if a player file, he gets to file. Right. Right? Yeah. So if you flop, you got to get that check. You get it. They don't want to cut but, it down. I you, promise you. You you get it, but it's hurting the team because the opponent is shooting. They're shooting free throws. They're shooting a free throw every time they, they call this new tech, this, this new rule with the flopping, and they get assessed the tech. That's a, a one shot. So then after the second flop and the second tech, who gets ejected? Nobody. You see what I'm going with it? Yeah, I, I see where you're going. Yeah. So you want somebody thrown out of out well, of a game? I'm saying if you're talking about cleaning that up, then you gotta you gotta put the onus on somebody or whoever's flopping too much. But think about teammates looking at this one player. If this keeps happening over and over again, and they're looking at this player saying you're you're hurting the team, you're hurting the team because we're giving up points, and then it'll bring it down also from a standpoint of not only is that hurting the team in a game, you're still getting fined. Every time they feel like this is a flop that needs to be assessed to you, that's money coming out of your pocket. I Still. Just think, but, yeah, I just think that if you're going to put that rule in, you're going to have to make some examples of some players. If you're talking about getting rid of that, you're going to have to make some examples of somebody. Southern Structural Solutions text line, last second shot inside the shack, 67%. Or even better? Tyson Chandler, 78% for his career. Kobe was 39%. But but he didn't shoot that much. That's why his percentage was so high. (laughs) He shot maybe six times. Right. (laughs) Kobe was 39%. Jordan, 44%. Big men are underrated. We have another under 33.5. Jets-Browns game is a lock tonight. Dakota says go with under 33.5 according to Bet Saracen. Dakota says it's a lock. Shout out to all Arkansas high school football officials who are starting to call benefit games soon on August 14th and for the whole season, 2023. People often forget most of the men and women call these games after a full day of work. They also drive three to four hours one way to call a Friday night game and then three to four hours back. So, Want to show some love and some shout-out to the officials with football season starting all together. We're talking NFL, college, and even high school. Joe, you know the running back position is like the big man in basketball. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, when the way people view it Yeah, and the way they're trying to take it out of the game and people actually disrespecting the position like it doesn't matter. That, that's that been the argument lately is running backs and centers. That's it, pretty much been it. And you can thank Steph Curry for that. He killed a big man. Even big man shooting threes now. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, big men, they play more like Euros and how they play in the European League. And that kind of goes against something that, that you really like. You want big men to post up. I want big man down low. But that's that's not how the game so is imagine anymore. nowadays Shaq shooting threes. Yeah, that, that would be something. <laughs> Shaq would be shooting he threes would be, now. He would be unstoppable, though, if that was the case. But they'd end up in the crowd. All About Tire Break Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family-owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. <laughs> 